Hey everybody, and welcome to a righteous wild ride with Steve-O. We've got Adam Devine, who is frankly on fire right now. Plus, he's been all over the news because there was an actual murder at his neighbor's house during a high-stakes poker game. And he's been freaking out because the media has the impression that he witnessed the murder, and now he thinks he might be a target for the murder. It's all very real, very juicy. There are a lot of private parts in this conversation, plus, like, stuff that I couldn't even believe he revealed about his latest interactions with Zac Efron, Danny McBride. I mean, it is high power and totally intense. So, let's get into it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, be careful with your head on the way in. Watch your feet. Watch my head, watch my feet, torso. What's hey. up, man? How's it going? Good to see you. Good to see you. Yeah, brother. Yeah, dude. Oh, What's yeah, good? man. Dude, this is a treat, man. It's not that often where I interview somebody and I'm actually just a complete diehard fan of their oh, shit. Th thanks, you know, like, man. The Ditto. Righteous Gemstones is so fucking badass. Thanks, man. Yeah, and we're, we're back, baby. It's, uh... The, the fun has started once again. And, and that's what we're promoting here? Uh, that and uh, The Outlaws, the movie I have coming out uh, on the 7th. Okay, got it. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Okay, okay. so uh, can you angle us our, our air conditioning? We've got this. It's pretty cool, man. Did you see the air conditioning outside of the van in the front? I did. It's just... That's it's sick. like a fucking full-on meth yeah, lab. Yeah, this is tight. Dude. I like this a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we actually we were recording a podcast the other day, and the cops made us open up the door to show that we weren't cooking meth in here. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I like Breaking Bad has it, it influenced an, enough people that they're like, yeah. everyone's cooking meth. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, do you have a color? Above I mean, your head. Yeah, above your head. Yeah, let's go blue, man. Blue. Yeah. Blue's blue. probably the most popular That kind color. of blue? Yeah. People like. That, that kind of blue? That's my favorite or, or color. maybe like yeah. that That's, kind of blue? Let's go that, the last blue. The, the, the last one, the, the one the before. Purple, the purple blue. The last that, good yeah, blue. Yeah, that okay. midnight blue. That was actually my favorite color as a kid, and then people would, <laughs> kids, other kids would make fun of me and be like, you like purple, and I'm like... It's midnight blue. I'm like, it's midnight blue, bitch. <laughs> I had a dino bike, and <laughs> uh, and every kid's like, yes, that's fucking purple, and I'm like, no, bitch, it's midnight Purple's blue. just lame to like. Yeah, I guess. All right, let's dive into it. I got uh, 419... Um, you know what, I might even be extra. One minute away, man. <laughs> I might be even extra pro, let me see. No, I'm not going to be extra pro. Yeah, that's a regular time. amount of pro, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Adam Devine <laughs> in the flesh. What's up, man? Dude, it's great, man. I, yeah. I'm doing great, dude. It's great to have you. Yeah, Thank you thanks for, for having this. me. Um, I, uh, I'm, I'm thrilled to show you the van because you were on I Zoom. Have, I've never been in it. It's, it's nice to see. This is a sick setup you have here. Yeah, thanks, yeah. man. It's, it's awfully uh, convenient to be able to bring the the podcast to the guest. Bring the studio to yeah. the guest. And I, I, it's nice that uh, I had you park on the side of a cliff, which is... <laughs> <laughs> we are ready to slide right off right now. Yeah, emergency break is uh -huh. on. Good, yeah. good, good, good. They good. said you had police activity at your house all week. 
Yeah, dude. Someone was murdered across the street from my house. Yeah, that so. was what I was going to ask you. I heard you murdered your neighbor. What's yeah, up? Yeah, I didn't murder nobody. <laughs> it wasn't me. Uh, yeah, it was, I don't know. It was like, they have like poker games over there, and I don't know exactly what happened. But uh, yeah, there's a murder. And then I talked about it on our podcast. And then uh, this is important, the, the podcast I do with the yeah, Alex yeah. guys. And, and then the headline was... Adam Devine and wife witness, witness. murder, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not what happened. Uh, and uh, look, like, I don't want any psychopath out there being like, they witnessed it. We've got to hold back. So, um, so yeah, we did. We did not see it. If uh, the killer watches this, um, right? I saw you tweeted that, and and, and there was, I could read in the text of the tweet like that. The, there's that, some manic energy coming. That, that urgency. Yeah. Yeah, Look, like, I do not. Yeah. Hear anything? No, we weren't even home. We weren't even uh, home when it happened. But it allegedly. was allegedly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, we weren't. But the next day, there was like. Uh, like my friends and shit know where I live, and then it says like the 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 like thirty nine year old man murdered in the Hollywood Hills, and then it shows a photo of my neighborhood, and my friends are like, Adam's thirty nine, he lives right wow. there. They think I was murdered, so I woke up to like fifteen texts being like, Dude, are you alive? Are like, you hey homie, are you dead? <laughs> and they they haven't caught anybody. Not as far as I know. I don't so, know. So yeah. the police activity like it, it continues. As far as I know, yeah. I mean, what they, don't, they don't really keep you up to date, the police. Right. You know, they're not. What does that do to your property value? Are you worried about that? Does it go up? Does it go My down? wife was like, we have to sell the house today. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. We'll wait it out. Yeah, I'm like, this is the Hollywood Hills, man. People people are getting shot. <laughs> right. People come and go yeah, all the time. So. Yeah, if anything, in the Hollywood Hills, that might bump up the value. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, that's right. They're like, this is a happening spot. High stakes poker games is kind of cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, so, what was that movie where all those people got murdered off Laurel Canyon? Well, uh, Wonderland. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's pretty close to here. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> that was uh, that, that that involved the John Holmes, the guy with like the yeah. biggest wiener. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know the the wiener size of who uh, is involved with this. Right. So yeah. But so I don't know if there's gonna be a movie involved. <laughs> yeah. 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 Fortunately, everybody knows our wiener size. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they know exactly uh, our, the size of our wieners. Yeah. Do we know how many millions of Americans saw your wiener on Netflix? Oh, they told. They didn't tell us like exact numbers. My manager said they did. He was like, "It's seventy million. and I'm like, "No one ever told me that number, but uh, a ton." Dozens of millions for yeah. sure. I can absolutely attest that when that movie came out, it's all I heard about everywhere I went. Yeah. Some things you do move the needle, some things do not. And that thing, like, a Turns out, and you know this, if you show your dick or and or butthole, <laughs> <laughs> people will talk about it. <laughs> were, you, uh, were you nervous about doing a scene, having to show your dick? I wasn't, dude, because uh, it's in the movie Game Over, man, and people are like, what am I? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we did a movie, and you were cool yeah. enough to be in it. Thank you for doing it. Oh, uh, dude, I loved it. It uh, no, because I wrote. We wrote the movie. It took so long for it to get made that we. That was like one of the first when we were like pitching ideas for the movie. 
that was one of the first ideas. So the, the scene is that the hotel is getting taken over by terrorists and we're housekeepers and we're like hiding in a room and the terrorists are kicking down doors and they're coming and they're like, where should we hide? What should we do? And then I whip off my belt and I go, I've got an idea. And I go, snap, snap. And the audience doesn't know what that means. And then cuts to the, the, the terrorists come in. They've got their guns drawn. And then they <laughs> open up the closet door and I'm hanging there with the belt around my neck with my dick, limp dick in my hand, uh, auto-erotic so asphyxiated yeah. myself. Yeah. And uh, super fun. <laughs> Inherently a very funny scene. And uh, so, no, I wasn't really that, that nervous. I don't, I don't get nervous about shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's it's epic, man. <clears throat> um, and and I was at the premiere where your mom got to see that scene. Yeah, for, for the first time. I was just uh, yeah, I was uh, I, I just talking with them uh, right, before, right before I pulled up. But uh, my mom, like while the scene was happening, like my sister was there. Like my sister doesn't want to see my dick. Like you know what right. I mean. So right. my my sister was like, I I told her I was like, hey, uh, it this this is the scene. Mm -hmm. Divert your eyes if you don't right. want to see it. And I told my mom and her and my my sister was like the whole time like you know not looking. And then uh, my mom doesn't divert her eyes. Like it's like, hmm. and then my grabs son. my leg and it's like. I'm so proud of you, honey. <laughs> tell me how proud she is, like while my dick is flapping about. And then we get in a full-on fight scene, and my dick's off for like four or five minutes straight within, and I get like solar plex kicked in the chest, and I like flip head over heels. So like, if you pause it, I think you can see my butthole, or at least the, <laughs> the entry point yeah. to my butthole. So it's um, I was, it, I was it's enough to make your mother sister. proud. They're in jackass. Your sister and your niece, while you they saw my butthole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. loud and clear. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was uncomfortable for me too. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's all it's all good, man. Most butthole they look the same. You know, buttholes yeah. are a butthole. We did have a butthole beauty pageant in Cancun. Oh, did you? Who won? Who not won all that one? buttholes are the oh, same. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they're not. Some, some of them look like a, the a tied off balloon. Yeah, a balloon yeah. knot. Yeah, yeah, balloon yeah. knot. And some uh, are probably wildly hairy and yeah. I, it yeah. was interesting yeah. when I was on uh, uh, Bobby Lee and Andrew Santino's Bad Friends podcast. Uh -huh. I mentioned that, and they were they just both popped up, turned around, and just spread their butt cheeks so wide. And did they? Yeah, they Those they were they, wild. They, they bared their buttholes <laughs> like like what Santino did too. Because I know yeah. I know Bobby will show his butthole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. San, Santino did too, and they both had like impressive. I mean, clearly they're proud of. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, Who had a better butthole? Yeah. I mean, dude, it was a toss-up. They were both like <laughs> yeah. immaculate and, yeah. and tight and just just beautiful buttholes. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mine admittedly not the best looking. Yeah. 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 But no, not it's horrible, ugly. you know, it's fine. Okay, dude, I'm, I'm going to tell you. I got invited to um, uh, host the, the main stage of the gathering of the Juggalos. The, the, oh, the, the, dude, the, congrats. The, the, the famous... <laughs> Sick, dude, your career's really blossoming. <laughs> <laughs> the famous insane clown posse. Uh -huh. And uh, while I was on stage, I'm, you know, I come out and introduce a band, I come out and introduce a band. And, and while I was out there... The audience was just screaming, show us your butthole. <laughs> and I was confused by this, you know, but as I came up and one of the guys from ICP, Shaggy uh -huh. Tude Up, I was like, man, they're like, they've been screaming, show us your butthole. He goes, oh yeah, they mean it. They want to see it. So I'm like, I'm like, who am I to 
yeah. dash their dreams. Yeah, they, <laughs> I need money to be there. Yeah, I'm going to give it them is what the they dark want. carnival of the souls. I <laughs> might as well see your dark carnival. <laughs> right. So I went out there and I spread them as wide as I possibly could. Nice. And the next day, the photos started popping up. Yeah. And, and my, my cavernous butthole is an absolute legend now. Nice, it's, it's, dude. Uh, Congrats. I think it's like it was the lighting. It, was, it hit just it, right. The it, clouds parted. Yeah, it looked like it was like a gaping asshole. But like when we show your butthole on the pre-show, like it doesn't look like that at all. I mean, yeah, well, he it's... gaped it out for the for the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> this, this guy, I mean, he went to clown college. He knows how to gape a butthole. <laughs> I, I gaped it out. Yeah. Dude. Dude, so epic. So um, I don't know if you had started your podcast when. We spoke to you last. Yeah, I don't. I can't remember if we did or not. Or, or, I mean, like I remember it was because of the pandemic. You mm-hmm. guys started. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we were like, we were just like, we got to do something, and we want to yeah. stay in touch. And we're like, you know, we're really good friends, but you know how guy friends are. Like, you could just go like five years without talking to like your best friend, and then yeah. you're like, oh hey. Right. Uh, so mm-hmm. I was like, let's. I don't know if it's my idea whose idea it was, but we were just. Like, let's, uh, let's start a podcast so we have a reason to talk every week. You know what? I never need a reason to tell you how much I love my bed from Helix Sleep. <sighs> That's right. And here I am in London, England with this crazy new dog that I rescued from a local shelter. I'm fostering it. It's attacking everybody. And I'm not even worried about it. Bigger problem is that I'm sleeping on a bed in a hotel that didn't come from Helix Sleep. And... That's just too bad. But you don't have to endure that. You can go to helixsleep.com slash stevo and enjoy up to $350 off of any mattress plus get two free pillows. And you know what? This mattress is going to be perfect for you because they have a two-minute quiz that you take when you get to the website and it matches you up with the perfect mattress for you and your partner if you sleep in bed as a couple. It's the time to get a brand new mattress that's perfect for you. And the way to do that is to go to helixsleep.com slash Stevo. Again, for up to $350 off of any mattress plus two free pillows. Get rid of that disgusting old mattress and get a new one from Helix Sleep. Now let's get back to it. Yeah, and um, how many episodes are you in? I think we're like 130 or 140, wow. something like that. Yeah, we've just been churning and burning, baby. It's really fun. I love doing it. Yeah. And the fact that anyone listens, I'm like, this is, like, it's so fun to, like, be out and about. Because when you, like, do a movie or you have a right. TV show, you think people are watching. Because you're, like, right. people are telling you, like, this many people are watching or, you know. Right, right, right. Uh, so I'm always so amazed at, like, when I'm out at a restaurant or specifically it's valet guys I feel like every valet guy <laughs> every valet guy everywhere is just like TII Nation which is this is important yeah um, I mean dude it's fascinating how the medium of podcasts is so compelling to some people and I, what it is, is it's the the unedited unfiltered unraw like they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're right there they feel like they're with you hanging out and um I, I just don't get it, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. not for me. But, uh, <laughs> no, it's true. It's like, it's like some people are like, "Oh, I love it!" Like, oh, like, uh, you know, what podcast do you listen to? And I'm right. like, yeah. none, none, really. <laughs> like, 
I'll like watch clips of my friends' right. podcasts and, and things like that. But uh, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm like, right. but do you, I think do it's you people watch? that have uh, that have like long commutes and stuff. Like anyone that I know that like has like a an hour long commute right. every day. They're like, yeah, I just listen to podcasts. But do you watch the news anymore, or do you watch like, I've podcast been, I've, political shit? I, I am. Madly in love with Lester Holt. <laughs> I, uh, I NBC Nightly News. <laughs> NBC Nightly News. I, I, I would it. say that's a, that, that's one of the ones where I feel like they're, and whether they are or not, I have no idea. But like it's the the nightly news where they just come on for one hour and tell you news. That's what I like the best. And it's not like the CNN or the Fox or whatever yeah. where they just have to talk all goddamn mm -hmm. day. And right, then, dude, it's only twenty minutes. Yeah, the, yeah the exactly. NBC Nightly News. It's like it's like a half hour TV show. And without commercials, so so it's great. But you know, going back to the podcast thing, like I love it. I love that we get to have fascinating conversations with like famous people on mm -hmm. a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. So I guess it does make sense that people they're yeah. stoked to hang out with me and, and and you, dude. Yeah, it's 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 fun. I love doing it. So big, big time star, man. Oh yeah, it, thanks, dude. Like you're, you're killing it. <laughs> and uh, we've got a couple things to promote for you. One of which I, I know nothing about. You said it's a new movie. Yeah, it's a new movie. It's called The Outlaws, um, comes out July 7th. It's, uh, the cast is incredible, dude. It's me and, and Pierce Brosnan mm. and Nina Dobrev and Ellen Barkin, Michael Rooker. Um, it's Michael Rooker. Yes. Wow, dude. He, he played Henry the, the for the portrait of a serial killer. Is that right? Is that right? I, I, I mean, he was in Days of Thunder. He was right. like the villain in oh, Days yeah, of, of Thunder course. opposite Tom Cruise. He's the shit. And Pierce Brosnan, obviously, 007 is the man. Does and he have an accent? Yeah. Is it he's, Irish he's or Irish. English? He's Irish. It's, Irish. it's an Irish accent. Yeah. And so he can, like, twist it to be Yeah, because I saw a movie with him when he was doing an Irish accent. I'm like... He's pretty good at it, but yeah, like, he's like, what pretty is it? spot on with that Irish accent. Yeah, so he's an Irish in our movie. We're just like, let it fly. So yeah. he says like funny Irish things. He calls me a sheep shagger, uh, <laughs> which nice. is a, an Irish thing to call uh, people. But uh, yeah, the premise essentially is like, I'm about to get married to Nina Dobrev, and I've never met their in-laws. I've never even seen photos. There's like no photos of these people. They come into town, they're like the coolest motherfuckers, and it's Ellen Barkin, Pierce Brosnan, and they take me out, and we get drunk, I get a tattoo, uh, we go skydiving, like all the shit that I normally wouldn't do. I'm like a straight-laced bank manager guy. And I go into work the next day all hungover, and Lil Rel, who works at the bank with me, is like, yo, you look like shit, dude. It was that bad meeting your in-laws? I'm like, it was that good. Like, I just need a nice, chill day, uh, you know, uh, where I can relax. But my in-laws are the shit. Click, click, there's a gun to my head, and my bank is getting robbed by two people in masks. And as they leave, they say something that leads me to believe that my in-laws are actually <laughs> these infamous outlaws that are bank robbers. Wow. Yeah, so, and then, uh, and then it's just, it starts off, and you're like, oh, this is just like kind of a cute, rom-com you know i've seen a movie like this before and then it goes full-on ape shit and it's like a big action movie and we got to do some like really cool stunts and and like chase sequences we got to destroy a ton of cars and nice yeah, did you actually cool. go skydiving no, no no movie magic movie magic. yeah yeah so, so you have to see the movie to find out if the in-laws are actually bankrupt they That's are the, they are oh, oh yeah. okay. <laughs> No, no, that's not like really the twist. The twist, because you find that out pretty early. Right, okay, and, uh, and like, like point break kind of bank robber? Yeah, I mean, kind of. They, they like wear these like crazy masks and have like a voice, uh, just, 
disguise thing. Uh, and but then like we got to do like some really really cool stunts. Like I drove a, uh, I drove an armored truck through a cemetery. And like wow. cop cars are chasing me through the cemetery, and I'm just like plowing over gravestones, wow. headstones, and like cop cars are like hitting the headstones and like flipping and doing all kinds of crazy shit. It was really fun. That's cool. Yeah. Super cool. And where does that come out? Netflix on uh, July 7th. So Netflix is back on top, huh? Like all the news is they're struggling, their stocks are. Their and stocks then, is going like this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, it's, they're, they're bad. They're doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 4X in the last two months, and I'm just killing myself for selling to her. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you, you're, you had a comedy special on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Best Time of Our Lives. Uh, that's on Netflix. Game Over Man's on Netflix. I got a rom-com called When We First Met on uh, on Netflix. I love Netflix, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah after, after, I might not have a career if it wasn't for Netflix, man. Thank God. After Viacom screwed you. God damn <laughs> Plus. I just did, uh, I like, CBS morning show with like Gail King like literally right, like right, two right. days ago and um, and it was awesome and they were very nice but it was like all CBS is now Paramount oh and is so it CBS is Viacom yes it's, Crazy. yes so it's all like under the same umbrella and so I see all this like Paramount stuff everywhere and I'm like yeah because they canceled with, the Workaholics movie right we yeah. spoke yeah. with jurors about that yeah. at, at, at some length um it's it, it, it's it's crazy, man. Like I, I get it if they were worried about the like the workaholics brand being kind of America centric yeah. and mm-hmm. not having international appeal. That's fine. But why let it get so far downstream? with the production schedule like locked in everybody's hired and then pull the plug at the last minute yeah it was like it just kind of boned like our crew and all the people like we'll be fine but it really sucks for the people that are down the line that are like the grips and the electrics and like those guys were our friends so we hired like mostly everyone we could get back from workaholics and we're like let's just bring everybody back and people were canceling other jobs to work (laughs) come come work with us and then we we, it was just like they pulled the rug out from underneath all of us and it was just it was a writer strike and then the writer strike happened i was like yeah shit man yeah is that Um, tk involved in workaholics TK, our, our, our boy, yeah, Thomas oh, yeah. Kellogg. Th- Th- Thomas Kellogg, love TK. TK's been around us f- since we went to college with him. Wow, yeah. that's yeah. great, dude. That, that, I love working with TK. Yeah, like, when the I, best. When I've got like a big shoot, uh, TK is just my guy. TK's to, the best, dude. To, yeah, when he got canceled, nerd. he was probably like, dude, I get to play pickleball now. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's all good. I get to play pickleball with Kyle uh-huh. more. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Um, net Netflix is definitely being good to you, but can we talk about HBO? Or we I'm met. sorry, Max. Oh yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you for clearing that up. Contractually, I can't talk about. It. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, dude. Um, that, I mean, I I am a rabid fan of the Righteous Gemstones. Oh, thanks. Man. Are you aware that that my my lady and I dressed up as. Uh, Uncle Billy. Oh, Uncle Baby Billy. Yeah, baby, 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 baby Billy. Yeah, when's the last time you and, dressed up for Halloween before that? Yeah, like twenty years. No, I, I do it every year now because of Lux. Yeah, but uh, but we killed it. That's sick. Like uh, we 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 killed it. Yeah, and, and what is it, Aunt Julie, Aunt Jill, like uh, Baby Billy's girl with the, oh uh, 
Oh, God. I'm totally blanking. I, I yeah, did. Like, here, like I, I swear I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> on the goddamn show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, it's I mean, so good. Yeah. It's so damn good. And well, her real name is Valen. Uh, yeah. she's a, she's a fantastic and actress. Walter. Yeah, yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, the show's so damn fun. I mean. Big Bride has always been like a comedy oh king God. to me. So Dude. when he came and was like, yo, you want to do this show with me? I was like, we had just gotten done doing Workaholics. And it's been like a, maybe a year or so afterwards. And I kind of was like, I don't want to do TV for a while. I just want to like make, do, do my own thing, do stand up, figure out some movies to do. And then when Danny called, I was like, yeah, of course. I'm for gonna, sure. Yeah, I got to do it. And this is season three coming on. Yep season three like the pandemic kind of boned us a little bit because yeah. um you know no one could shoot anything and we were about to go shoot season two when it shut down yeah and then so now we're only on season three when in fact we should be on like four or even uh, i think you're getting ready to go shoot season two when we spoke last yeah season two came out my my girl and i I mean, dude, HBO half-hour comedies, man. Like Silicon Valley was the, just so good. Uh -huh. Curb your enthusiasm. Right, righteous mm -hmm. gemstones. Like, yeah, they God. they do a good job of like just letting their they hire good people and then letting them do what they want to do and yeah. not not interfering. And I think that's like that's what Comedy Central used to be really good at. Uh, and I, you know, because they really let us do what we wanted to do. Right. You know what I want to do. I want to be super healthy, look great, and start every morning with a delicious treat. And that's what I do, no matter where I am in the world, with AG1. This is the most delicious, comprehensive, and convenient nutritional supplement you can get. And you know what? You might have heard me talk about this before, but... I just want you to try it once and tell me if it's not the most delicious nutritional supplement you've ever heard of. I use less and less water all the time to mix it with because I just can't believe how tasty it is. Plus, not to mention the 75 different vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens. I mean, this stuff is, on top of being so delicious, pretty much the healthiest thing you can put in your body, man. And I put it in my body every morning. It's the first thing I do, and that's why I'm so happy and healthy. And you can be too if you go to drinkag1.com slash stevo. If you do that on your first order, you're going to get five free convenient travel packs totally for free plus an entire year's supply of vitamin D to boost your immunity. That's totally free with your first order at drinkag1.com slash Devo. And again, it's delicious. So jump on this deal and let's get back to it. Uh, but I think we, we got in just under the wire where before, you know, yeah. uh, Comedy Central is not even a is it still a network? I mean, I think it is, that but is. it's like, yeah, it's like no, nothing's on it anymore. Nobody Nothing that you, anymore. yeah, mm. that you even know, which sucks because I'm yeah. sure there's some funny yeah. stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, the end of season two felt like it was over. Yeah, Danny, he he really wants to. He's like, I don't, I don't want to <clears> be in the situation where you like. Where, you know, we hope, we think we're coming back, people love the show, but he's like, I want every season to feel like a self-contained thing. Right. So, like, if that's it, you the, the audience is like, 
that was great. I loved right. it. And I not mean, feel like you're left going like, well, they didn't finish telling the stories, you know? Yeah, then you got to wait like nine months for the next one to come out. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. Or but, or even mm -hmm. if you're you're canceled and you don't come back, and mm -hmm. then they're just like going like, well, that sucks. Yeah. What happened? Right, it's bad luck. Mm -hmm. Danny's Danny's just the king. He's really. Oh yeah, have you have you met him? I don't think I've ever met him. Yeah, he's he, he's the he's the shit. He's like just as cool as you want him to be, you know. And he lives in North Carolina. South Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah, Charleston. Just, just doesn't really get in the mix too much. Huh? Yeah, he lived here for like twenty years and then like I think they shot uh, Vice Principals which is a yeah. show right before Gemstones and they um, they shot in Charleston and he had like I don't think he'd spent that much time in Charleston and then shooting there uh, for like they shot for like a year because they shot two seasons back to back and he was like I fell in love with it he said he came back got his stuff and uh, and like 20 families moved out with him and he just like moved out with the whole Whoa. A whole crew of people, and he was wow. like, "Let's just let's start." At, yeah, that's you know, that's Holly, Hollywood sick. South. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that man. So um, now, is Righteous Gemstones already airing? It is. Yeah, the first two episodes just came on yeah. uh, last Sunday, and then now it'll be uh, every Sunday for the next you know what seven more weeks or something. Dude, fantastic! My my girl and I are not allowed to watch it alone. Yeah, <laughs> that's like. <clears throat> appointment watching for us together. Well, that's that's <clears throat> good, and don't do it because that's how relationships implode over things like that. Yeah, 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 big time. Yeah, yeah. you could you could lose it all uh, <laughs> yeah. if you decided to <laughs> just press play. Right. Uh -huh. Yeah. Same thing with Black Mirror. That's uh, we we started watching. God damn, this new season of Black Mirror is good. I yeah, I, I watched the first couple episodes. It is really. I watched good. It precisely two, and not yeah. not the third yet. You haven't yeah. seen the one with Aaron Paul? No, no. not yet. I haven't yet. How's that one? We can't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it, Don't I mean, tell. Like, <laughs> secret secrets. Yeah. Um, so, so you've been married like uh, two years now. Yeah, a little. Not quite two years. Like Ooh, a, a little you gotta year know. and a half. You, you gotta know. Yeah. No. It's, it's it'll be two years in October. Oh, so there I do you go. know the date. Okay, good, yeah. Good, good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Let's talk about name. <laughs> yeah. Marisa. Okay. Good. Mm -hmm. Talk about losing it all. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, what's her first name? <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you uh, planning on having kids? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's crazy. To yeah. me, that's the craziest thing. That, I mean, yeah, it is crazy. It's crazy to be like. It's growing, <laughs> you know. Especially like uh, she's like an only child. I'm the my sister. My little sister doesn't have kids, so it'll be like the first kid in like either of our families. Wow! So it's gonna be it's it'll be a wild ride, I'm sure. In my YouTube feed, I saw a video that said, "Don't bring children into the AI world." What kind of algorithm you got going on? I don't on know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, I think people are so goddamn scared of the AI stuff. I'm like, dude. I mean, for sure, it'll be weird. I bet it's just. I bet it's just going to be. Uh, humans are just going to be lazy sacks of shit, and AI is going to do everything for us. Like, I guess that's what I think is going to happen. Or, or end of the world. Who knows? Too. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm Connor. not as concerned about like you know, AI trying to wipe out the human race, but I just, I'm kind of surprised that there has not been like a deep fake 
at least some kind of a good scandal, you know? Yeah, like, they're like, oh, oh, here's yeah. a video of Barack finger in his butthole. With Hillary's computer. Right. I mean, there, there could be like, and how uh, when people are embroiled in scandals, had nobody's pulled the oh that was a deep fake card, dude. I think it's not quite there. I think we're like another six months later, and and uh, then it, there'll be all kinds of shit. Of yeah, just but like, everything's like, like fake. Have you seen that they they're making with a three D printer edible chicken? Like you can just eat I chicken that, that they made yeah. with a three D printer. Is that real, Bam? Yeah, it's real. It has all the fucking like ingredients or whatever is in a, mm -hmm. a, a goddamn chicken, and you cook it and eat it. But it's not like a real chicken. It's it's a three D. What do you mean? It it all the ingredients. <laughs> are chicken. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. It's like a it's like a clone of a chicken used by like made from a three D printer. Yeah, so uh, you like, can eat it. It's edible yeah. fucking chicken. Well, that's tight. <laughs> <laughs> Would you yeah. eat it as a, a vegan? It, Scott Randolph. Oh, God. <laughs> Scott Randolph believes everything he, he hears on social no, media. No matter what bullshit comes through his Facebook feed, he's just... <laughs> <laughs> he gobbles it up, and it is gospel to him. But did you hear that, I too? did see that, Did yeah. you believe it? Yes, I did believe it. Okay, but okay. I well, maybe it's real. It. Maybe it's real. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you eat that as a, as a vegan? Would you eat uh, a... I, I'm back to pescatarian, so okay. uh, I, I have not eaten chicken in but it's not in over 15 chicken. years i don't I, I don't like at first off i would have to believe that what you're saying is true <laughs> yeah to begin with and then i would have to evaluate it but well you do you eat like uh like beyond burgers and I stuff do. like that i do and and i, I eat it yeah. recognizing that it is awful for me yeah, oh yeah. That yeah what's just, it made out of? What, the Beyond Burgers are awful? Dude, oh, all that stuff is, uh, is like, like soy. Chicken, yeah. It's just heavily processed. Like, I know, like, the Gardein fake meat. All that fake chicken is just super heavy processed soy and wheat. One time I went to what's called a colonic hydrotherapy to mm -hmm. get a tube up my butt and like really and you uh, like that stuff though to flush it all out and this lady this lady it's coming out through this clear hose and it's all just this lady's like what are you eating and i was like oh i'm totally vegan i eat lots of uh of uh gardein she's like problem here and she's pointing to all of this just cloudy Meanwhile, there's just like green goo just yeah. gushing out of you yeah <laughs> it, it, it was she was like that she was like what we're seeing coming out of you right here is evidence that your body does not recognize that stuff as food you're eating stuff that your body does not recognize as food oh weird like, yeah, I guess uh, it's like human evolution like the, yeah. our bodies haven't caught up with like how we've made things to eat yeah it's like the buffalo uh boneless buffalo wings at yard house that's all gardein right yeah and, and i love it's it so i love it like i still eat it i still eat it but i just don't try not to eat it that much and that's why i went back to eating seafood because i just believe it's healthy for me to eat stuff that my body recognizes as food mm -hmm. mm. yeah i would yeah. say that's probably a safe bet is your body should recognize it as food <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 i i i I'm curious. To, I'm curious to know, Adam. Please. Like, do you have one piece of content that you've posted on the internet that has wildly outperformed everything else? 
Uh, and it's not no not butthole related. So right, we've already yeah. covered all butthole related <laughs> right. topics. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I guess the the thing that I posted that I was like, I posted it from the set of Righteous Gemstones, Ooh. and and like the twenty two year old like little PA kids that work on the show were like popping in, and being like, "Oh my god, dude, perfect!" Was Adam Levine who I have a name very similar to that guy. Yeah. My name is Divine, his mm-hmm. is Levine. It's, you've switched the D with the L and our names are switched. Uh, he had like a thing with, he was like texting some girl named Sumner and uh, said like, can, I'm gonna name, your I'm baby. Gonna name <laughs> my baby Sumner after you. And uh, oh, yeah. and it was like, he was having some kind of <laughs> yeah. affair. Allegedly, uh-huh. allegedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. I was getting, this is how fucked up news is, is people are such fools that they just read his name, clocked it as my name in their heads, yeah. and were coming after me being like, fuck you, Adam. <laughs> like, you cheating on your wife. I thought you were a good guy, you scumbag. And then, like, girls being like, I, I used to like you. What the hell? From Pitch Perfect. I thought you were a nice guy. <laughs> and, like, hundreds. Like, <laughs> and I was getting, like, news like from like like yeah. literal news organizations from it was like local like Pittsburgh news or whatever right. and being like Adam Devine cheats on pregnant wife and wow. they just like fucked it up they just like misspelled the name and so I'm just getting like all this shit and so I finally I was like I'm not going to stand for this yeah. and so I get online and I'm on Instagram and I post a photo with me and my wife and uh and and I was just like I don't I don't even know what I said like that's not me um, I'm a, I'm a totally different guy and a better singer. Ha, ha you know, joke. Right, right, but right. I, but my wife and I are gonna name our future baby Sumner. Great name, <laughs> something like that. And, and and the internet just went. It was just like I like sent it and then went and did a scene. And when I came back, it had like a hundred thousand plus likes, like within like an hour or less. Yeah. And then all the little twenty year old uh, PAs were like, "What?" Yeah. And I was like, this is, it was so a nothing thing for me yeah. to ju- I, but like it just tapped into that that pop yeah. culture moment. Yeah. It just, just broke right into the news cycle. Uh-huh. Viral banger. Yeah, it's weird when shit like like the, the murder thing, it was like that. It yeah. was just like just takes off and you have no you don't think it's gonna take off or you right. have no idea and then all of a sudden it's like that's that's what people are talking about. Yeah, I, I, I was aware that the news had gotten it all wrong, mm-hmm. that you were upset about that, and that's why I opted to say, I heard you murdered your name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Vinny over here, Skinny Vinny, he, uh, he said that your workaholics bros were concerned when you went and did the Pitch Perfect movie. Look, man, I get it. It's totally natural for friends to be concerned about one another, especially if one of them has a filthy, nasty habit that it is time to ditch. And that's why I'm so happy to tell you this episode is brought to you by Fume. And if you go to tryfume.com and use the promo code Stevo, you're going to get 10% off the journey pack to start the journey. Now, what's this all about? It's a fume. It's a device that 
flavors air that you breathe in. So you can trade in dangerous chemicals for delicious flavored air. And this is just a great way to ditch a bad habit and replace it with a good habit. I've been giving them out to my friends. We're seeing great results. And if you know it's time for you to drop that filthy habit, then it is time for you to go to tryfume.com. That's T-R-Y-F-U-M com and use the promo code Stevo to get 10% off of your journey pack. Your journey to being healthier and happier starts now at trifume.com with the promo code Stevo. Now let's get back to it. That it was going to... Uh, oh yeah, I, I, I saw that Blake, not all of them, but Blake said Blake that specifically. It was a really bad dude, what idea. Is, that guy, Blake's sipping on some haterade, I think. <laughs> but, uh, it was like it was super early on during the Pitch Perfect, uh, the Workaholics days, and it was like I think we were shooting season two, or we were, and we were like finishing up writing season two, or something like that. And I got the offer to be in this movie, and it's Pitch Perfect, and it's not a baseball movie; it is a singing movie. And I was like the script I thought was funny and I was like well let me see if my guys think it's funny and so I give it to Blake and Durs and Durs reads like 20-30 pages and he's like dude I think this is pretty funny I think you would be funny in this role uh, do it it's a studio movie like hell yeah yeah and um, it's a job it's a job yeah and and Blake was like uh huh and then uh, we're working late at night, and he comes in. By the way, he does not remember doing this. He thinks I'm making this story up, uh, but I'm not. I'm not. He did this. And he comes into my office, and uh, or we might have been sharing an office at that time. And he come, and, but he comes into the room, and he's like, "Hey, dude, um, I don't think you should do the movie." I think it's going to ruin all of our careers mm. if you do this. <laughs> he doesn't remember saying that. He doesn't remember, totally doesn't remember saying it. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, you did, Uh So then it was like heavy on me thinking like, am I going to ruin not only my career, but also my friends' careers that we just finally got careers after like trying yeah. to make it for so long and then Workaholics is like taking off? Because, you know, Workaholics was like, a cool show, you know, where like the the kids who like party yeah. and have fun watch watch our show. Uh, I don't know if the acapella crowd necessarily <laughs> crosses over, um, but then you know, thank God I didn't listen to, and thank God I was willing to burn all of our careers <laughs> to the ground <laughs> for my own personal gain. Out of all of that, the craziest piece for me was that your bros read a script that. <laughs> was for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I can't even read a script that's for me. <laughs> Let alone do it for my buddies. That's friends. Yeah. Well, like I said, maybe 20 pages. <laughs> they didn't finish the damn thing. But. Yeah. Before Pitch Perfect, did you have any, like, um, did you do anything involving music or singing? Was no. that your first project involving that kind of stuff? Yeah, that was the first thing. Like, wow. uh, I mean, I, I, when I told my dad, uh, when I told my dad, I was like, Cause it's a studio movie universal yeah. made it so like you know that's like kind of a cool thing to do a movie that did actual i mean you made it that you're in a movie yeah you're yeah. in a real movie that a movie studio is putting yeah. out and how hollywood works is like you have to get in the door that way for then uh, so other studios will look and go like oh okay i guess he's allowed to be in movies now you know right uh and so uh I, when I called my parents, I was like, I'm going to be in this movie. Uh, it's Pitch Perfect. Not a baseball movie. Uh, it's Pitch Perfect. It's a singing acapella movie. And my dad goes, well, 
you can't sing worth shit. And I go, yeah, I can. I can totally sing. And he's like, no, you can't. You fucking suck. And I'm like, no, I don't. You suck. You know, quit projecting onto me. You are the one that sucks at singing. I'm an, I'm an okay singer. And he still to this day is like, I don't like it. And I'm like, all right, well, it's not for you, okay? Vinny said that movie's hilarious. He I loves love it. it. Yeah, yeah, no, people love it, love it dude. Yeah. It's, that, especially that first one is a funny movie. The first one's the funny. best. Yeah, yeah. it's it a funny it, movie. It, uh, no no offense, but to me, it was like, oh, like a, a, a movie about singing. Like, yeah, that's, so that's I'm, how I'm I went into it, too. Well, that, dude, that's it. how I went into shooting it. And then it, <laughs> yeah. like, it turned out great. But I'm like, tell you what, I was like so glad I did it because it was. I did it. It was like a runaway hit. I mean, it like cost like fifteen million to make, and it made like a hundred plus million dollars. Nice. And then, uh, and so it was like a runaway hit. They made three of them, and were uh, you in all three? I was in the first two, and then now I'm doing. I do a spinoff TV show based on my character from Pitch Perfect hmm. called Bumper in Berlin. So like, it's just the gift that keeps on giving. Wow. And uh, Where, where's that show? That's on uh, Peacock. Okay, cool. Yeah, and so I, I got to spend, got to spend like four months last year in Berlin, just living in Berlin, as if I'm like a cool German guy. Nice. Which uh, have you been to Berlin? Yeah. That's a crazy <laughs> city. Oh yeah. That is that is a wild city. You got, I, you got. I, I can tell you're a little guarded right now. You got some Berlin stories. Well, <laughs> I, I was. You uh, go to Bergheim, put some it, stuff up your butt. What happened here? I, I, I'm just waiting. Like I went. To Berlin on uh, the Reeperbahn. What was I? I was thinking I was promoting that killer karaoke show I hosted. Um, I was on an airplane with uh, who's the the chick from Pitch Perfect? Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. Yep. She was on the flight. Ate the ate, ate at the restaurant. Just happened to be sitting next to Ryan Reynolds and uh, Anna Kendrick on, on the patio at this restaurant. And then uh, that night, they take me to Soho House. That's where I stayed. I, I lived at the Soho House. Yeah, yeah. and and uh, and I'm just sitting here at Soho House, and George Clooney's sitting right there. <laughs> like, I'm just like, man. It's more Hollywood than Hollywood. Is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, and and I feel like a turd for like like saying all those names, but screw it. That was my trip to Berlin. I was there for like two days. In the oh yeah, <laughs> I met the fucking. Those are the biggest names in Hollywood. Yeah. Right, and. Uh, but yeah, whatever was going on in Berlin, it was a good weekend to be there. Yeah, it was, so I was there for like four months. It's like, it's a truly nuts city because like, you're like working there, you get to meet like the, the like just a guy who goes to work. Like it's, yeah. he's like the grip mm -hmm. who just looks like a guy that you would just know. Uh, but then he's like, yeah, move, excuse me. And he speaks like German, you know, and you're like, oh shit, this guy, uh, he could live in Van Nuys, but he lives yeah. in, in um, mm -hmm. Berlin. And then you see, like, at the Soho house, guys that are, like, about to go out that night in, like, full assless leather chaps with, like, <laughs> their nipples pierced mm -hmm. with, like, a chain connecting, <laughs> then a chain going down there. And they're like, what's that connected to? And, uh, like, that guy's just sitting there, like, literally eating rotisserie chicken. Like covered in grease, just like eating. You're like, this guy's just having a regular night. Like it was a wild. Yeah, and everybody speaks English too. Like yeah, for the most part, there's like no language barrier for us. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not that it does make you go like, oh, um, America, we're such assholes. Like no one knows such any <laughs> any other language. They're like, I speak French, I speak English. Yeah. I sp obviously, I speak German. Uh, yeah. The, the the whole world is is people who speak multiple languages, and then there's Americans. Yeah. And then there's us. Yeah. yeah it's it's yeah. a crazy. There's a club called uh, Bergheim, which is like, 
the like techno like electronic okay. music club and we just went I, I was like that's not really my scene but I kind of wanted to check it out so like well, we went to like see there was like a line like four city blocks long to get in of just like just <laughs> muscular just mm -hmm. jacked dudes all wearing like breakaway track suits because for sure they're just wearing like leather pouches over their nutsacks uh, <laughs> underneath there and uh so uh, we didn't go in. It was like the line was crazy, and um, I we went to dinner like a few, one of the nights, and the the clubs had just opened it up because it was COVID times, and they were like, I'm talking to the the maitre d, and he, our table was getting ready, and he goes, Ah, you like it in Berlin? I'm like, Oh, it's cool. And he goes, The clubs just open. Have you been to the clubs? And I'm like, Oh no. And he goes, Oh Bergheim, you got to go. It's so crazy. The piss parties. And uh, we're like, what? And then he goes, okay, your table's ready. It was, <laughs> he's like the piss parties. And I guess there's a guy at Bergheim who's been there for like 30 years. He's like a staple. He's like 60 years old now. And he's just as like spent his whole adult life at this, at the Bergheim getting pissed on. They call him the piss goblin. And you'll be like pissing in the like trough. Uh, in the men's bathroom, and he'll just like lay in there, like, oh, 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 my God. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah dude. So, and that's so group party. trip. Let's take this. Let's get that. <laughs> yeah, let's get the wild ride over to Berlin, yeah. man. Scheisen. <laughs> yeah, they, they make Scheisen movies there too. What are Scheisen movies? Scheisen is a uh, German for shit. Oh, shit, for sure, shit, shit movies. movies. Yeah, yeah. Scheisen. Yeah. Uh, what kind of shit movies are we talking? I mean, it's, uh, I think it's like... I think I've been in a few shit movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, whatever. It's just no, kind of like weird, weird... Poop fet movies. Yeah, fetish like films. Fetish, yeah. yeah, fetish. Okay, yeah. Um, so, so uh, how much stand-up are you doing these days? Dude, not enough. I was like... I, I just was talking about this. I uh, So I did my, my special in uh, the end of 18, and then I was like kind of burnt out because I was doing so much acting work and then to try to also do stand-up at the same time and give it the, like... Because you really should be going out all the time yeah. to, like, stay sharp. And I just felt like I wasn't giving it enough. And I was like, I, I think I'm going to take a little break, just do some acting stuff, and then in 2020, get back to it. And then, you know, the pandemic right. hit. Yeah. And uh, and then as soon as I got back from the pandemic, it was like, like for the past two years... I uh, I was home a total of like five or six weeks in two years, like mm -hmm. where you just like come, you touch your stuff, and right. then you could leave again because you got somewhere else to be. So, um, but right now it's like the workaholics movie was canceled, and then the strike hit, and so now I should be going out, but I'm just being a lazy sack of shit. <laughs> but all my friends nice. are like, come down, come to the the improv or the comedy right. store. Like I'll give you a spot. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what time is that? They're like. 8.30, and I'm like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> I like to be to uh, stoned on my couch at 8.30, so uh, I don't know. Uh, but are you are you out there, out and about? Yeah, dude, I've been touring my dick off. That's sick. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm actually... Uh, I, I do miss it. It's something so fun about... Uh, yeah. Just being on stage and making people laugh, like, in the moment, as opposed to, you know, you do a movie or whatever, and... You gotta wait months to hear them Yeah, laugh. and especially on Netflix, you're like... You, you're like, are they laughing? You know, right. you're just like looking online and, you know, sometimes people are nice online, but for the most part, people are like, does Adam Devine have Down syndrome? That's like the main, uh, <laughs> that's the main <laughs> thing that people say. Uh, yeah, so it's not, uh, you, you know, you never, you don't get that same thing that you do from stand-up. Right. 
Yeah, I, I love it, man. I, I've got my whole thing with uh, the multimedia comedy. So yeah, I, yeah, no, that's sick. I film forbidden things and then uh, make an act out of it and pay off the bits with the footage of the. Footage. That's fun, dude. Yeah. That's so fun. Yeah, yeah I remember right. when you first started to show up around the yeah. clubs. It was cool to see. Well, thanks, man. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I remember seeing you in, in clubs too, man. It's, mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's fun. That's, and that's also what I miss about doing stand-up is like the camaraderie. Like actors don't have the same level of camaraderie. Like if you see another actor who you kind of know, you like yeah. will be like, mm -hmm, at a restaurant or whatever. But, but it's like comics... Even if you don't know that other comic, you you just sort of like gravitate towards them at a party mm -hmm. and be like, because you know you're kind of the misfit weirdo, and you're just you're like, I guess we'll, we'll be friends today. And it's <laughs> nice when you're in a weird city, or not even weird city, just a random city. You know that you can go to the comedy club, and and that's home base. That can be home base no matter what. So I miss that uh, that sense of community for sure. It it, it sure can. Have you been uh, in touch with the, with with your boy Zach Efron? Yeah, dude, uh, he hit me up like oh, two weeks ago. Zach is like, I mean, he's he's all over the place. This guy, and I haven't seen him in years, and I, uh, you know, I haven't even really talked to him within that long. And he hit me up, and he was like, "Dude, uh, I'm sorry, I've been MIA. Let's hang out more." And I'm like, "Hell yeah, dude, let's hang out, obviously." And then he was like, "I got a favor to ask," and I'm like. Okay. And he goes, can I live with you for two weeks? <laughs> this is just like a month ago. He's asked if he can live with me. And I was like, oh, yeah, all right, man. Yeah, come on down. I would love to have you. Like, fuck, let's, let's party. I, 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 you know, I love Zach. And, uh, and then he's like, awesome. I'll hit you up tomorrow. I guess he had like bought a house, but it wasn't closing. He couldn't get the keys for a few weeks or something. And, uh, and he was like, yeah, let's, uh, let's hang out. And then I'm like, all right. And then. He goes, I'll hit you up in a, in a couple days and we'll, we'll figure out a plan. I'm like, great. So I tell my wife, and then my wife is like, Zach Efron's gonna live with us? And so she's like washing, like triple washing the sheets and you know, you're cleaning like a mad woman. I'm like, our house is perfectly fine for a guest. And uh, and then didn't hear back from him. <laughs> yeah, he was on his way to your house and he stopped off at a poker game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right, that's right. He, I, he was just parked and was like, Maybe this is some it. Noises yeah, and he went to a poker game. Uh -huh. he, he was in Australia, wasn't he? Like just like For like years just moved there permanently. Yeah, yeah. I know we. Yeah, I know he loves Australia. We we did uh, a press tour of Mike and Dave need wedding dates in oh, okay. in Australia, and he just like it was just like home for him. Yeah. And so he was like, I'm gonna live here one day, and then sure enough, like he just up and decided to move to Australia, which is so cool. Not something that I would ever do. But I, I love the fact, I love people that are just willing to be like, and now I live here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Dude, I was just saying, it popped in my head as a random question, and I had no idea that the answer was going to be that fascinating. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, it wouldn't have been. If you would have asked me like two months ago, I would have been like, yeah, I haven't really talked with him for a couple years, like, mm -hmm. other than like a random text here and there. But yeah, it was like, he FaceTimed me, and he was like, in the Bahamas at some like golf resort and he was just like I'm really into golf lately and then he sends me a video of him like doing a chip shot and he's like <laughs> I'm like it's sick that's uh, great yeah um I, okay I saw a YouTube video recently that said that there's some really seedy like uh crazy do tell world of yachting 
yacht, like the dark side of yachting, being on oh, big shit. luxury yachts. What's the dark side of it? The dark side. Because I've been on a yacht. I thought it was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> right. I didn't see the dark side. Yeah. Okay, it's the ultra-rich people yeah. on the yachts, and they, like, hire all kinds of models to, to get on the yacht, and it's understood that model's going to put out. Oh, for sure. Well, that yeah. has to be, So yeah. it's, like, basically, like, and, and then this, this, this YouTube video about I, the dark side of yachting, like, suggested that it's been alleged that, like, all kinds of, like, high-level, like... Like uh, yeah, it's international waters. You know, like acting yeah, as any, anything can happen out there. Like maybe like doing some favors for some dough. Like, and and the, the even the it's it's uh, suggested that this is a way into the entertainment industry. You just got to go on this yacht, just get paid a little bit, do some favors. Something strange for a well, little Well, shit, change. man. I'm trying to go on this yacht. <laughs> Sounds fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Dark do some favors. Get some rolls. Doesn't sound too bad. I get seasick, though. You but. know, it, it made me start to think that all these pictures we see of Leonardo DiCaprio on yachts, that he might be getting some action on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think... I, I think those girls would want to fuck Leo regardless of whether he's on a yacht or not. But, uh, yeah, no, the, the, I just went on, like, an awesome trip. Um, my friend Nina Dobrev, who I'm in The Outlaws with, it was her birthday, and they, they got, like, a yacht in Indonesia. And I went to Indonesia and, like, spent some time... But there weren't any hookers on there, so Man. it was a different vibe. Much yeah. different. Yeah, it was just like uh, friends hanging out. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. In Indonesia is... The yacht's like 12 bucks out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, it was a little cheaper than, than in the Bahamas. I've looked into it. I was like, I came back and I was like, yeah, maybe I'm a yacht guy. Because it was like the best <laughs> vacation I've ever been on. Or it's just so you're on a boat and they're constantly like giving yeah. you little snacks and like handing you a drink. And you're like, this is my kind of vacation. And then I like was like... I'm gonna I'm gonna be a yacht guy like because I have a big birthday coming up. I turned 40 years old this wow. year, so I'm like, you know what? I'm uh, like maybe I get a yacht for my 40th birthday, and then I looked up how much like yachts cough, and I'm like, maybe I'm not a yacht guy. Yeah, maybe I'm like a nice hotel for a weekend <laughs> type type of guy. Yeah, yeah. Scott yeah. just turned 40. Nice, turned 40. dude. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, I looked into being yacht yeah. doing yachts, but I get cars or seasick as fuck. Oh really? Like, I, can't, I can't even deal. Yeah, but I sailed around New Zealand, and I, I it was okay and because you we just went, vomited for. <laughs> no, no, that was Alaska. But like the way they did it was, the guy picks you up, and you just kind of like hang out in little bays all day. Yeah, and then you go to the next bay, and you go to the next bay. But yeah, that's kind of how Indonesia was. It was cool. I had never been there. It was like the most beautiful place I'd ever been. I'm sure New Zealand is wildly mm -hmm. beautiful, but it was like uh, there's so many islands that it like there's no like break. There's no like yeah. waves anywhere, so it's yeah. just like a lake with crystal blue water mm -hmm. everywhere. It was rad. In Indonesia, they have killer waves. Well, not where I was. Yeah. But I'm sure there's like if you go on the outside of the islands, there's like yeah. a, a sick breaks. But like where we were, I, I was like, this is like the flattest. Mm -hmm. Now, had they taken you to a bitch and break, would you have been shrimp in it? Uh, no, dude, I suck at surfing. Like, I'm the worst. Uh, what does shrimp mean? Does it's that mean like shred? Okay, shred, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what does that mean exactly? Uh, no, I suck, dude. I'm like, because I, I, I have a place down in uh, Orange County, so I'm right. like right on the beach, and I'm like, 
I'm gonna be a surfer. Like all my friends are surfers. Right. It's like, so hard, dude. Man. I suck so bad, and they're all so good. So like, they don't even want to teach me. They're yeah. like over. They're like, figure it out. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm trying, and it's yeah. just miserable for me. So and yeah, and I'm a liability in the water. Yeah, like, just causing crashes. And you, you can't. Schlep or whatever. <laughs> I mean, sometimes like I can catch a wave and ride it, okay. Yeah, all right. but, but it's just such a struggle. Can you? Are you a skateboarder? Can you skate? I do skate. Yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I, I, and it, that doesn't transfer. I, I'm, I'm definitely. It does not transfer. Oh. Skating does not transfer to surfing. Well, once you're up, you're good. It, it's just catching the wave is the hardest part. Yeah, and part. duck diving, you know. But uh, now you, you seem to be like really fit like, yeah i wore you, my uh, tightest shirt for this interview yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you like, uh, i gotta let you guys know are you are you just hitting the gym are you not well yeah uh but i uh <laughs> no i i like tore my groin doing that pitch perfect show the bumper in berlin oh, show okay. and then since then i've had all kinds of issues with like my groin and my back and like so i can't uh i used to like cycle a lot and ride Let's bikes go back to how did you tear your groin? Just doing a fantastical kick. <laughs> Just nice. like giving it my all <laughs> with like glitter John, hands. John Claude Van Damme. Totally, dude. I like just kicked up. It's so silly. It was just like the goofiest thing of me just like wiggling around. And I just went like shwip with my leg. And I felt like a whoosh. And I'm in Germany. And it was like day two of shooting the show. So, and I'm the lead. And so I needed to be singing and dancing for every goddamn episode. So they just gave me pain pills. And so it was me just chewing pain pills and like gritting through it, thinking like it would heal on its mm. own. It didn't cause a lot of other issues. So wow. uh, it kind of fucked everything up. So now like I can't work out in the way I was used to. I used to like ride a bike all the time and it kind of made me like skinny, you know, lean, right. like lean muscle. And so I have to like do something every day cause I have like all this energy and I got to get it out some way. Uh, and so I like have just been lifting weights. Now, now. you're getting yoked. Now I'm getting jacked as fuck, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, my my my, my lady told me, like I think she said this yesterday. She said she saw something, which it, it's it said if you take a, a cigarette smoker, pack a day smoker, mm -hmm. who exercises, then put him next to. A non-smoker, somebody who's never ever smoked, who does not exercise, mm -hmm. the smoker's gonna live a longer, really? healthier life. Wait, why? Because why? not exercising. Where did she read this? Not exercising is worse for you than, than smoking. smoking. Yeah, I guess. Well, if okay. unless you get lung cancer and die, but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, sounds sus. I feel like there's. I, there's some nuance there, but I, I do think like having some level of blood flow of yeah of exercise, yeah. whether it's like my parents, um, that's been a while ago now, like five, maybe like seven years ago now, something like that. But they lost like fifty and sixty pounds each. Wow! And just that's just great. like that, and they like were never they never really worked out their whole lives, and then they just. Uh, uh, someone said that they looked like chicken nuggets and they were like, well, it's time to start working out. Wow. And uh, th they started working out and they dropped all this weight and uh, yeah, they're like healthier looking than they've ever been. And they're just like, I think it's so important. And they don't really do that craziest stuff. It's like, they just kind of go on like long walks every day and like, yeah, maybe eat a little less. Yeah. Eat. Yeah. Eat a little healthier. Yeah. It's e also easier to eat a little healthier when you, 
do work out because we're like, oh, I worked out. I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe I shouldn't eat this like Twinkie or or the right. candy bar, you know? Because or you're I, like, I just worked out. I deserve a Twinkie. Yeah, but you were going to eat that Twinkie regardless. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Here's a qualifier for for uh, what Luck saw and what she told me about with the smoking. And and this is something that Vinny said affected him pr- pretty, pretty deeply. Mm-hmm. Um, you see old people, really old people, mm-hmm. smoking away all the time. Mm-hmm. You never see... Really old, super obese people. No, you mm-hmm. sure don't. Yeah. yeah. So, I went to Chipotle today, and I like ordered some tacos, and I was eating, and I looked around, and everybody in there was like super overweight. Mm-hmm. And I just threw it away and left. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I fucking did. Uh, well, I just saw like a thing, and it, who knows how real it is because it's like on the internet, so who knows. It might be like this study that who knows if that's real or not. But, uh, but it was times. it was like a guy who, I mean, was a big guy, but it was like 1909 or 1916, like something a long time ago. And he was like a big guy, but not bigger than other people that you know. You know, like I have family members that are like just as big as, as this guy. And it said that he was the world's fattest man at that time. Wow. And you're like... That guy was the big. It just goes to show, like all the processed, all the uh, the three D printed chickens that people are eating. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think ah. people were like uh, they said the average person in the Civil War was like five nine, one hundred and thirty pounds. Oh dang! So, so ma- like humans. So if the Civil bigger, War happened, and, and like a bunch of like people from twenty twenty three were to go fight in the Civil War, we'd kick their asses, yeah, dude. Time yeah. machine, yeah, shit. yeah. Just but like the average man was just tinier, you know. Oh yeah, it's like it's like if you have a and like an like our especially our house uh, down in Orange County, it's like a nineteen twenties beach cottage, and like the doors are like super skinny, everything's like yeah. tiny. And like you're just like oh yeah this is people were so fucking small back then yeah. I'm not a big guy, but I'm like uh, I'm like I'm a giant man in this house you know Dude, the fattest person in the world I'm just thinking they've got that my 600 pound life show mm-hmm. and there's no shortage of cast members for that so oh yeah whoever's the fattest person in the world has to be like in the thousands of pounds no. Thousands, maybe like maybe one thousand. Yeah, one thousand. She's three thousand yeah. pounds. <laughs> like one of this tr- fucking bus. See, this is where yeah, we need. Sure. This is where we need, uh, like a Jamie who's bringing up, bring it up, and, and have it on the computer, the screen right here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. dude. I think mm-hmm. it's time to level up our game, dude, and mm-hmm. become a little bit more multimedia. Let's do it. Yeah, it's like your show, dude. It's time yeah, to level dude, up. The, it's, it's time it's to multi, level up. Multimedia, the pod. Have, have, have you said you're a decent singer? Have mm-hmm. you made music? Do you have like a? No, I haven't really. I it's I and I I might really enjoy doing it. I just uh, I haven't. No, I mean I I do things for the show and I do things for the Pitch Perfect movies, but uh, but no, I I you know I'm so, I'm so concentrated on like what I'm doing, like getting movies off the yeah. ground, doing the the Outlaws, that movie, trying to set up that thing. Like I'm, I'm trying to write a book right now. Nice. So like trying to get that off the ground, just like all, all that other stuff. I'm like, it's just another creative endeavor on the plate, yeah. which I probably, it probably would just be like a fun thing to do. How like 
Seth Rogen got into pottery. It's yeah. like he doesn't need mm -hmm. to be like a professional yeah. pottery guy, but he like likes enjoys doing it. And it's like, ah, oh, fuck, I like doing this, so yeah, I might, I Do might you play any instruments. No, that's uh, that's my Achilles heel. Yeah. I just can't. Uh, yeah, I I, I don't mm -hmm. play. I don't play shit. What would you play if you could? I I played the drums a little bit as a kid, but then my parents, I I only learned one beat. And my parents were like, we're selling it. We're selling your drum kit because it's just me going for like hours. And I wouldn't change it up. It'd just be me just fucking getting that beat down. My dad's like, fucking stop. And also we lived in like a 1500 square foot house. So my parents were like, make it stop. You know, <laughs> that, that That's great, man. Yeah. So you, you know, you meet some actors that are like wildly talented that are like, I can tap dance. I can right. play the piano. I can sing. Yeah. I can, I speak two language or three languages. Mm -hmm. I, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm wildly untalented. <laughs> I yeah. only can do a couple things, but I, I, I just think that you're great, man. You're killing thanks, it, man. Dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, There's thanks. my my Maynard moment with Adam Devine. I, I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I'm just absolutely riveted by the Righteous Gemstones. Thanks, man. And uh, if anybody hasn't seen it, you are blowing it. It's it's fun. It's a really fun show. And the Outlaws sounds like really hysterical. I man. think yeah, I think you'd really like it. Check it out when it comes out, July seventh on on Netflix. Who are the in-laws? The Pierce Brosnan and uh, Ellen Barkin. So it's it's fun, dude. Yeah. All right, Netflix. The Outlaws. That's right. And as this comes out on July 6th, we're talking tomorrow. Yep. Midnight, Midnight baby. tonight. Midnight tonight. Tune uh, in. Yeah. And, and it's got to, you got to watch it right away at first. You got to give that boom. That, that initial yeah, boost. That initial yeah. So pop. That's, yeah, it is. It's, it's cool. Netflix, uh, it is amazing their algorithm like really pushes it to people so and we, we did it with uh, Adam Sandler's company so Happy okay. Madison and so uh, that they're they just really know how to make movies it was so impressive to like work with them because they they we had like five guys around the monitors just pitching jokes nice which wow. I was like which was That's so cool. nice to take because when me and the work all these guys make a movie it's like it's us yeah and it's like it just takes a lot of the pressure off to go like so your brain isn't constantly like in a scene going like and what and thinking of things that Durst can say and thinking of right. things that Blake could say. It's like you could concentrate on your performance yeah. and then go back to the brain trust, take three ideas and go, yeah, I'm going to try that one and then run and go do it. It was, it was super fun. Dude, that's, that's cool. epic. Well, right on, man. Awesome, Continued dude. success, brother. Continued yeah, success. Cool. Thanks, dudes. Yeah, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'm so not yeah, even gonna try. So, yeah. so, so we're, we're on the other side. Like I always ask if, if there's anything that, that you wanna uh, like cut out. Like if we're, we're in, in, if anything, more butthole talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how about that, man? Do we love this guy or what? And how about the fact that I'm sitting here in London, England, with my crazy dog that I found at this shelter in a town called Hull. The dog's attacking other dogs, people, like my, my, my girl. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start that over. I already said the dog's been attacking everybody in an, in an ad read earlier. That's not helpful. Three, two, one. How about that, man? Juicy episode, right? Can you believe the Zac Efron stuff? Can you believe the Haterade stuff? Talking about, man, I, uh... 
just was glad that it was, it was so entertaining. And I'm glad that you're here at the very end so that I can tell you again, I'm in London. It's the first time, is this the first time we've ever done ad reads just with the lav mic? I mean, it's crazy. I think that I never want to use uh, the handheld mic stand. You know, if this sounds good, maybe let us know. How, how did the ad reads in this outro, in the intro, with this microphone sound? I don't know. And uh, again, I'm in London. I'm having a great trip. I might get arrested tomorrow. I'm just saying. Wish me luck. I love you. <laughs> when facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri.